Praise God. Let's just pray. Lord, we just thank you for fellowship. Lord, we thank you that we can come together and just be together, Lord, and just share together. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us. Your presence is with us. And Father, we just ask that you would just be at the center of today, be at the center of anything I say. And we just pray, Lord, that your word will be heard and not mine, Lord, and that you'll speak into our hearts, speak into our lives, Lord. Um, even though we know you, Lord, and we know your word, but Lord, we need a fresh, fresh experience, Lord. We need fresh blessing, Lord. We need fresh manna. It was new every day in the wilderness, and Lord, we need it, Lord, very often in the wilderness of our lives. So be, be at the center, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, unfortunately, I didn't hear Andrew's talk last week, but I know the week before we've been talking about things that affect us, um, um, and we put this together as a teaching team. So um, I know when Tom spoke, uh, sorry, when Mike spoke a few weeks ago, he was, he was talking about mutterings and murmurings, um, and then Andrew last week was talking about shame, uh, and I haven't heard it, so I can't really comment on that. And today I'm speaking on unbelief. Um, and, and Chris asked me, Jordan, are we already speaking on today or, to, or during the week? And I said, I'm speaking on unbelief. And she couldn't believe it. You're speaking on unbelief, she said. Because faith and belief is one of my, I believe, is my strongest gifting. It's something I, I, I've got no problem with or thought I didn't have a problem with. But each of us, no matter how strong we feel, or, you know, it never affects me. Well, we know the enemies, that roaring lion, yeah. And I know that God answers prayer. There's no doubt about it. I know that God's a miracle worker. No doubt about it. Uh, I know that God can do the impossible. I've seen it. I've experienced it personally. And you know, when I look at myself, I shouldn't really be here. As an individual, I should not really be here. And some of you might have heard this before, but you'll have to hear it again. But it's an absolute miracle that I'm here today. My mum was given six months to live or it might have even been six weeks, I'm not exactly sure. But she was in a sanatorium. I'm not exactly sure what one of those is, but I don't think we have them anymore. But my mum was put in a sanatorium, and basically there was nothing down for her. But her church prayed for her, and obviously my mum lived, because I'm here. <laughs> but really there was nothing down for me. God is more than able. And that's the strap line for today. God is more than able. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. No matter what you think God can do, think a bit more abundantly. Think a bit more exceedingly. Very often we come to God and we just come, not sure, yeah? God wants to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ever even think about. The mission version of the same verse says, God can do anything, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. I think it's time that we started to dream a bit more of what God can do. I remember as a child, I was about eight, probably eight, and I witnessed some amazing things. An evangelist came from America, his name was uh, Clifton Erickson, and he came to Liverpool and he ran a crusade in Liverpool for a number of weeks. It was the late 50s and it was in the Philharmonic Hall, which is a big hall in Liverpool, seats about 2,000 people. And I remember going there with my mum and dad on a regular basis. I'm not sure we went every night, but we went on a number of nights 
And they used to sing a, a song there, only believe, only believe, all things are possible, only believe. And they used to sing that song every night. And I sat there, and I used to do a bobbin. I don't know if you know what a bobbin is. Do you know what a bobbin is? It's like a, a cotton reel with, with nails on the top, and you do a bobbin. And I remember doing the bobbin, sat there doing the bobbin, probably to keep me quiet. I don't know. But as I was doing that, I just that memory came back to me as I was putting this sermon together of making these big mats, because it comes down and you make the big mats. And I would, I'd be doing the bobbin. But as I was there, I saw amazing things. I saw miracles I remember just seeing at the front of the auditorium, wheelchairs piled high, and I mean piled high, crutches, braces, you name it. It was just a mass of things that people had taken off or got out of, beds, stretchers, everywhere. People were running up and down the aisles. I remember it. People were running up and down the aisles. They'd been set free. Hundreds of people were on their knees all down the aisles, and it was up in the balcony as well. Every night, giving their lives to Christ. Revival broke out, and I saw it. So I know that God is more than able to do those things. Chris isn't here this morning, you probably noticed. She's had an emergency call to nip down to her dad. So dad's been on holiday for two weeks, um, but she's had to go down. The carer hasn't arrived. Have a seat, Jonathan. Good lad. But you know, Chris's dad, Bill, he came to the Lord over 50 years ago. When Chris and I got together, um, Chris had be- become a Christian, and we were, we were, I don't know if we were married, I'm not really sure, but Chris's dad was very anti, very anti, not me, but anti, anti the church and anti God, didn't want anything to do with it. Eventually, we one night, we managed to get him to come to our church in Liverpool, because we had a special speaker, the guy's name was Bill Hartley, and under sufferance, Bill came and sat near the back, um, and we didn't know at the time what Bill was thinking. We knew afterwards. But Bill sat there, and his basic thought was, unless that guy gets off the platform and comes down and speaks to me individually, I'm having nothing more to do with God. You shouldn't make those sorts of, <laughs> you shouldn't make those sorts of requests or, or thoughts. Because in the middle of his talk, and I remember it well, the place was packed, Bill Hartley got off the platform and he walked up the middle aisle and he walked past Bill. We didn't know what was happening at the time. He just walked past Bill to the back of the hall and then he came back. He put his hands on Bill's shoulders. And God zapped him. How'd you get out of that one? Get out of that one. And he prayed over him. I don't know what he prayed over him. But that transformed his life. That was 50 years ago. Our God is more than able to do amazing things abundantly, exceedingly above what we think or ever could guess or know about. On the 23rd of December last year, Bill had an operation in Wigan Infirmary and the surgeon said, I've done all I can. He's basically got a very virile, virile, I can't say the word now, Vidalous form of cancer. It's all over his body. And he said, I'd give him days, maybe a week. He said to us as a family, he said, I'm going away on holiday. Be back on the 7th of January. I'm not really expecting to see Bill. As I've just told you, Chris has gone to see Bill this morning. Eight months later, eight months later, Bill 
is alive and well. <laughs> Our God is a miracle working God. He's 93 years of age. He didn't know at the time that he had that situation. He knows now. But last week when he was away on holiday, he had a, a bit of a bleed and he wasn't too well. He went into hospital and the surgeon there contacted his surgeon in Wigan and they did a, a trans whatever of the information and basically they did a scan on Bill and came back and said the cancer has not moved from when he was in Wigan I'm talking eight months ago our God is an amazing God he's a faithful God he's a prayer answering God the power of prayer and I remember as well personally it must be 20 years ago, I was trying to rack, I couldn't really remember. But 20 years ago, I first went to Romania, to Jabot. We had a link with Jabot, um, and um, we went over there, we got connected with the church there. And I remember going, and again, we just used to meet with people and pray with people. And this guy came up to me, and he, he asked me to pray with him. And I said, what, what do you want me to pray about? He said, it's my eyes. He said, I'm, I'm going blind. Will you just pray for me? So I said, yeah, no problem. And, and obviously we had interpreters. I wasn't speaking to him. We had interpreters with us. Um, and whatever, I just prayed with him. Left it at that. I never thought any more of it. Twelve months later, must about, about 12 months later, we were back in Jabot, which Jabot was one of the poorest towns in Europe. It was just a very, very poor area. Um, I went to the church again with the service. This guy came up through the interpreter and said, oh, do you remember me? I said, no, I don't, don't remember. And I didn't remember him at all. He said, you, last year you, you prayed for me. Oh, I said, oh, yeah. He said, I was back my eyes. I said, oh, yeah. So I said, what are you doing now? What's your job? He said, I'm a taxi driver. <laughs> what? <laughs> does God answer prayer? He does answer prayer. Even when we just don't even connect with it or even think about it, our God is a faithful prayer answering God. He's more than able. Over the years... I've seen God provide in so many different ways for me personally, for my family, homes, jobs, money, health, over and over again. But, you know, despite everything I've shared with you today, and I could share a heck of a lot more, unbelief, doubt, fear creeps in. The enemy gets in. I was challenged a number of weeks ago when Dave Latham was here talking if you didn't hear Dave Latham, you can catch it on our um, website, his talk. But he talked about, it was like our lives being like a wardrobe. Imagine your life like a wardrobe. And the enemy comes and opens the door of that wardrobe and slashes all your clothes yeah. and ruins them. And it's a bit like that, what he does in our lives. He wants to come into our minds, come into our hearts, come into our lives and slash all the promises of God, slash all the goodness of God and destroy what God is doing in our lives. The, the Bible says the devil is a roaring lion. He's not a puppy. He's a roaring lion going around. Do you know, did God ever say that? That's what I'm saying to myself. Did God actually say that? Do you know, I think Eve gets a bad press because she's the first one who said that. When, you know, or said to her, did God, did God actually say that? The enemy said. And how many times does he say it to you? Does he say it to me? To try and disrupt us. To try and put us off track. See, unanswered prayer. Not seeing what we want. 
when we want it, and when do we want it now, is difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. Things you've asked God for, things I've asked God for, over and over and over again. And it doesn't seem to be happening, or there doesn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel. But, you know, we've got to hold on to God. Has God changed? No. Has his promises changed? No. He's exactly the same God, the same faithful prayer-answering God. There's an old hymn that says, trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. See, God's ways are not my ways. God's ways are not your ways, and it's a good job that they're not, because we make a total mess of it. Isaiah 55 says this, For my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts, declares the Lord. As heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God's grace towards me in all my mess hasn't changed. God's grace towards me and you never changes. It overflows towards us. His love and mercy never fails. The thief comes only to kill, to destroy. But I've come that you might have life and life to the full. John 14 goes on to say, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. Lord, help my unbelief. They will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Matthew 17 says, Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, I haven't got any mustard seeds. I don't know where you get them. But if I had one in the palm of my hand, you'd be struggling to see it. They're so small. They're so tiny. That's how much faith we need. I don't know how your faith is tonight or today. But if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, that situation, that problem, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. I don't know what you're asking God for today. You may be hanging on by your fingernails. You may be hanging on by your fingernails. But I want to say this. God hasn't finished with you yet. He hasn't finished with me yet. However old I am, he hasn't finished with us. Greater things are yet to come. I want to play a song. This song is a a song that's really challenged me over the last few weeks. Um, And... um, it's by Elevation Worship. If you've got your mobile phone with you, if you, put, if you go onto Google um, and just put a search for uh, more than able lyrics, you'll get the lyrics come because we haven't got the lyrics to show you. So you can't really pick up all the lyrics. It's by Elevation Worship. The song is quite a long song. It's about 10 minutes. And I don't just want to play a song for the sake of playing a song, but this really challenged me. It's called God is More Than Able, and it's got various sections. And I want you to interact with that, this song and respond where you need to respond. Uh, and just come into what it's, what it's saying. It's, it's a live version of the song. Um, and then when you can go home, you can watch it yourself a few times. But if you get the words up, it's, it's probably easier for you because sometimes it's difficult to pick up all the words. But More Than Able lyrics, if you've got them... Um, 
you can, you can follow it a bit easier. Um, has anybody heard the song before? Has anybody heard it? No. Um, so if you play this song and then, and then just respond as we need to respond, if you can, please, Tom. Thanks.